Aloha, I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome football fans, this is For the Love of Football and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Pretty Easy Podcaster Bryant. Nil, or NIL, generally means you did not score. But if you're a college ball player, NIL, nil, means you're able to now score some cash. Before you turn pro... This is episode 177. We got a license to nil. N-I-L. Name, image, likeness. That's what it's all about, Brian. I'm the already one. taking advantage of it, as you can see. He Alan, already got his endorsement I'm, deal. I'm a pretty easy podcaster. A pretty easy podcast podcaster, I guess you could say. Uh, and this is great. Rolling in d- the dough. Taking advantage of it. I, I feel like I could have done this before today, but whatever. Uh, it, and also, nobody's calling it nil, but it is N-I-L, name, image, light, likeness. We got the license to nil. This is the XFL show. We're going to talk about the big changes coming to college football, college sports, really. And we've dipped our toe in this subject a little bit in the past. And we're going to talk more about it as it pertains to the XFL today. We've got a pretty interesting show, even though it's a week where I think if you googled or looked up on a social media and just typed in xfl i don't know if you saw really anything new maybe doug maybe our faces. Talks stuff. yeah our faces and and really nothing going on but there's plenty to talk about seven two four five six five four xfl is the number for you to call and of course you can hit us up on social media at xfl show and uh we are coming to you this week straight off the plane bryant i have a whole setup i'm gonna have for now, West Coast studio time for the next month or so, but didn't get it set up because I'm literally right off the plane and I didn't even get you got your endorsement deal while I was flying. It's not fair. I was going to have I'm just going to go out and say I'm a pretty easy podcast podcaster, too, because they help us do the show and they're bringing you the show today. Pretty easy dot com. <laughs> <laughs> because they make podcasting and not, uh, licensing pretty easy. Uh, Alan, I mean, you're, you're right off the the plane so that's great you know you're on the west coast you're, you, but why aren't you in xfl show studios west i have a spot for you right here how's that gonna look if we do record right there then it's just gonna you're gonna see the my, the bald spot on my head and then and then you're and then the gray hairs on my side gray right hairs on me. yours and <laughs> yeah and the uh, problem so, i was gonna say all the all the back sweat but it looks like your place is pretty well con- air conditioned i don't know is, about it, it. yeah here here i don't <laughs> I'm I'm feeling okay, but I'm still have like, I don't know. I feel like I'm in plain window climate. units I'm or central air. Oh, central, yeah. Okay, central, good, central, good. central. I know. All I know the- your location on the west coast used to have uh, window units, which was probably not the best thing well, yeah. in the world. My, but- back in my day, we grew up with yeah, window units or just fans. But yeah, we're moving <laughs> on up now, baby. Alan, I know you're a betting man, so over under two point five times that I see you during this month long trip that you have here. 
2.5. I'll say over. That's probably going to be over. We'll see. Yeah, that'll be over. If I said it at 0.5, I still might have gone the under, but we'll see what happens. No, I'll see. Yeah, well, well, maybe probably in the middle of the month is my guess, but we'll we'll be doing this show, that's for sure. Just got off the plane first thing. Said hi to some family real quick and said, "All right, I got to do this is the XFL show. There's too much going on." Like Ryan hitting us up. I, I think this was a text on the XFL fan line seven two four five six five four XFL. And, it was and a call. Really, the the biggest question of the summer is who will Bryant root for come CFL season? And Ryan in Toronto said, "Bryant, you should root for the Argos because their merch looks good, and they'll be better than expected." So, so I don't know where you're at in your your well, to find a team this is the first uh, submission in the uh, allegiance chase for Brian uh, CFL's CFL allegiance. Yeah, recruitment, and I, you know, right now Toronto's winning. Why am I going to go recruit myself to a school or to a team that hasn't called me yet? So right now the Argos, uh, they have the upper hand. Is what I but would say. don't, but don't you have like a, a, a hatred for Toronto and all Canadian cities that have NHL teams? Uh, yes, the only, I think we established that last week, right? All NHL teams, except for Winnipeg, which I didn't even know they won the championship last time around. Um, so it would be kind of a front runner. I don't know. We'll see. Is there any non-Canadian teams that I can cheer for? Uh, not really. Not yet, at least in the CFL. There used to be. There's also a lot of interesting players on the Argonauts. And yeah, they they made some interesting roster moves. I'm, I'm looking them up and down. And they have a lot of familiar names that if you follow the NFL closely or even college football closely in the States, you'll recognize a lot of them. And I mean, Oh, look like they got, they got Mark Tavis Bryant on their roster. If he plays, we don't know. Cody Ely is on their roster of XFL fame. Uh, I mean, they, they have maybe it, they could be a team you want to, you want to maybe, I wouldn't be mad at you if you rooted for the Argonauts because one, they're not a threat to the rough riders winning at all, but also Argos, don't you uh, know? Oh yeah. Yeah, they yeah you need they they need some love, but we appreciate. Are they Ryan like the Yankees there. though? Like they never win, but they everyone hates them because they're Toronto, or is it Toronto? I, no T. I think well, yeah, that's in that Argo no movie is, from Ben yeah. Affleck. He was the one who pointed that out. So it's Toronto. You know, no you say Guardians, no, right? Is it Toronto? Toronto? Yeah, I would say Toronto Argos, and then uh, I think I, I think. Edmonton's the team it would be I don't know who are the Yankees of the CFL is it Edmonton CFL, CFL questions that our fans should be actually we got to um, learn we want to know the history I mean I we got to look up of... some more history ourselves but we're trying to follow the current but we appreciate it like on the YouTube comments every week or on the XFL fan line or on social media people do educate us in some way it seems like on something little some little nugget of the CFL I think someone Last week, maybe corrected us on calling uh, the Alouettes the Owls. Yeah, they're supposed to call them the Larks. Someone said, "Someone, yeah." When do you call them the Larks? I forget that that one. I saw that comment somewhere, but we appreciate it. We love it. I'm just getting so excited for the. We need to do season. some research on that, Alan, because I don't know if we should be calling them the Larks at all. So maybe <laughs> that might be uh, Spot really that in inappropriate the that we show. just said that. <laughs> and if we said that, we apologize. And uh, we're going to move on. We'll get to some CFL in just a little bit, though, too, of course. We're excited for the season. Adela New Iberia, also dinking and dunking around here, Bryant, hit us up and says, with our topic today, name, image, likeness, NIL, nil, Dale New Iberia says, there shouldn't be any reason 
LSU and other SEC schools are paying players less than places like the XFL, CFL, and USFL. Go Tigers. So there's someone who thinks college football is where players can make the big bucks instead of a pro league like the XFL. Uh, here's the thing, and I think we talked about it a few episodes back, and you'll agree with me on, is the college players are getting paid, but they're not getting play, paid to play football. They're getting no. paid to put signs on the back of their Twitch channels, right? They're getting paid to get on commercials. They're getting paid to, to sell a car or say they bought a car or they got a car from this place. Officially, so, that's how they're getting paid. But officially. we'll get into really when there are rules, they are made to be circumvented or sometimes flat out broken. And what does this mean for the money in college football when it comes to players in the future and then of course how does that uh, affect the xfl and the cfl for that matter or the usfl for that matter so that'll be coming up dale new iberia though taking a stand saying big money coming to the sec and that might be something uh that we do see that's definitely something that popped into my head as well so we appreciate that text we appreciate the the messages we get on social media at xfl show and every week when we dink and dunk we love hearing from you so Keep them coming, and let's move on now. Time for this week's cover two. And we're going to get a timeline check. Brian's favorite thing uh, would be the hot read every single week if it was up to him. Uh, Just (laughs) checking in on where we're at on the road to kickoff, where we were out before, what it looks like. And uh, we got someone hitting us up this week, too, on on the text line, Brian, or voicemail. I forget where we got this one. They're coming in from all directions. But Ben Shin asked us, if we will see an XFL draft after NFL cuts this summer, or at least teams and cities announced in October, and we got that, and you said, "Ooh, let's just talk about our projections for the timeline for big announcements and big moments for the," and really, we're still in a total guess when it comes to that stuff. I think right now at this point, would you agree? I would agree. I think by this time in 2018, we had Oliver Luck who was given us snippets of saying when we would get team names, when would we get cities, when we would get things that that um, that fans cared about, right? Remember that for the longest time, people were always asking Oliver, like, hey, what are the team names going to come out? When are the team names going to come out? Like, nobody wanted to ask football <laughs> questions. Don't want to ask them rules. They just want to know the team names. Uh, right now, we don't have that source, right? What are we, gonna, we don't even know when kickoff's going to be. So for us to, to sit here and even compare timelines, I will agree. I will admit it's, it just doesn't make any sense, right? We can't say that the XFL, and I'm not you know, dissing our friend here, Ben, with this question, but for us to come out here and say they're going to come out with team names in October, who knows? We don't know that. We don't even know if they're going to change any of the names. A draft seems a little premature, especially if 2023 is off the table, for which it seems like it is. I'm sorry, excuse me, 2022, 2022 yeah. is off the table. So 2023, maybe you're looking at a draft in October like they did in 2019. A lot of question marks, but if you don't have – like here, my goal is to pay my mortgage by the time I'm 55 years old. So what do I do? I set a timeline for myself. The XFL can't set a timeline of what everything needs to be until they know when they're going to kick off. Do they know this? Maybe they do. They just haven't, they haven't said the information out loud. But anything – to the contrary, would just be responsible to say this is probably what's going to happen. Yeah, and if we're getting back to you know the betting and w- odds 
I'd say odds of that draft happening this year are less than 5%. I'd say, I'd say France has a chance to win the Euro still. And they got and they got More. knocked out and, and ruined my, all my my futures bets <laughs> for that thing. So there you go. And then uh, when you talk about team cities, that maybe you have a better chance of happening by the end of the year. And I maybe would even say it's fifty fifty because really, who knows? We don't know really either way when an announcement will be made regarding the anything locations of XFL teams because. Well, we don't know what the XFL is going to look like with the CFL alignment talks. That's a whole nother thing. So what comes first? How is it all rolled out? These are questions we ask every single week. And in terms of uh, a temperature check, my gut feeling right now is we won't know that information, I think, until maybe the very end of the year. So October, which is what Ben asked, I would say is a no. What are you saying that we won't know until the end of the year? Teams and cities. Yeah, that's, I mean, we definitely have to get a kickoff announcement prior to that, I would say. Um, and again, that's not happening. Would you be mad if it was an unceremonious announcement that, say, it happens in November and they say, all right, XFL's kicking off in 2023, a new CFL alignment, more details to come, and all the teams are coming back. If it was all lumped in there, or do you want to see like a special day where all the returning teams are announced the way they kind of were initially? I am an answers man. I'm I don't need the fluff. Don't you know? <laughs> don't Charlie Ebersol me. I don't need all that. Just give it to me. Give me the. Give me a piece of paper, a post it, a post it with some information on it. Is all I need. I, I am the. <laughs> I, I am. Um, Oh man, his name escapes me. Who just won? He just won the the TSL championship. Why his? Is, oh, Hal Mummy. I am the Hal Mummy of news. <laughs> Little small note card of information is all I really need. No fluff. All right. Well, there you go. Well, that's that's not what I expect because we are talking about the Rock here. But we'll see how it does get rolled out with all the information. But we appreciate Ben uh, asking the question, uh, giving us a chance to get another timeline check in. We were way further along with way more answers uh, at this time leading up to 2020 than we are now at this time leading up to, I guess, 2023, although technically we're still in 2022-ish uh, I think, thought. I, think I, do, I will say I think the fall is a big timeline for the XFL. This fall, 2021 fall will be big Just because a couple I months, expect yeah. news to come out. I expect something to come out. No more Instagram posts from Danny Garcia. No more um you know snippets here about what we're hearing don't forget how delicate it is and we've talked about it with the cfl season going on announcing a huge change to that league in the middle of their season could be detrimental so we'll see how that's delicately but but could you see the xfl coming out and saying hey we're kicking off april 2023 that's it no C- and then like, well, what's going on with the CFL? No mention. Those discussions. CFL? Well, not no mention, but the, of course there's going to be questions. But you just basically say, right now the CFL is on their own trajectory, and we're still working on talks. I think the XFL themselves have to make some sort of announcement if they want to keep the CFL out of it for the CFL's sake to let them finish their season properly. I'm all for that. That's fine. And then at the end of the CFL season, you say, okay, yeah. hey, we're going to do the XFL thing. I feel like the XFL for them to be for them to save a little bit of face. Because of this quote unquote, they twice could get away league. with it. 
Yeah, they could get away with an announcement without affecting the CFL or even mentioning the CFL. You're right. I think they can do that. Yeah, so I think that would be important. So that's why I think the fall is going to be an important timeline for the XFL to get some news out there, get some information out there. Because not only just for fans, Alan, this is going to be for players. They want to know what their options are going to be here in a few years. They want to know what they can and can't do, what's going to happen. And players, I think, just like any worker in in today's uh, society is uh has been awakened to their worth and to where they're going to you know spend how they're going to devote their time when it comes to their job so players are even thinking more uh intensely about uh where they'll play how much they'll play for what they're going to sacrifice in order to play you have the cfl has a lot of rules this year and some of the veterans aren't liking them uh which we'll actually we'll get to in part two of our cover two here we're going to check in on the CFL, but you're right. The players need to know this information as well. And part two of the cover two, we'll check in on the CFL real quick. So we, we're about a month away, Bryant, from kickoff. Season starts August 5th. Uh, Canada is still you know, pretty cautious, compared, at least comparatively to the U.S., with COVID uh, precautions. And, and in the different provinces, it's you know more lax than others. Uh, but right now, still scrimmages, preseason activities are extremely limited. I, I believe two teams at the Rough Riders and another team were trying to hook up for a scrimmage. It was denied. There are quarantine rules in place, ready. at least for this first six weeks for players where they can't even really leave their homes, even during home game weeks. And I did read that there was one or maybe even multiple veterans who said, OK, I'm not going to play this year. Then I want to be able to go out with my family and fish especially this time of year in Canada where they're going to be doing outdoor stuff. There are people in the league that are going to be that play football that are thinking twice about it just because of those rules. But for the most part, we have a lot of talent going to the CFL this season. It's going to be really exciting, especially when you think of the XFL 2020 players that are now infiltrating the league. And that brings me to the question, Brian, which XFL player are you looking forward to seeing in the CFL the most? Um, is Luis Perez playing? No. Ah, damn uh, man, I guess I, I, I mean, I know there's some, I am interested to see what, um, uh, Houston Roughnecks, uh, uh Philip Phillips, Phillips, right? Phillips, Cam Phillips, Cam Phillips. Yes. Yep. He's on saying. the tie. I'm to see how he does. Yep. Um, to see what he does. So, I'm going to keep my eye there. I, I think there's a lot of players that intrigued me in the the uh, CF, excuse me, in the XFL that we're going to get to see. I'm also kind of curious how um, the the Edmonton Elk Vipers do as a yes. whole with so many Vipers on that team. Yeah, I was going to say maybe Jamie Elizondo is the is the number one, the head coach of the Edmonton Elk Vipers, uh, bringing a lot of Viper. Uh, a Viper energy to the Elks, the former offensive coordinator and now head coach of that team. They do have Taylor Cornelius, the quarterback for the Vipers there. Um, that's that's going to be really interesting. I was a big uh, Dan Williams fan, too, and he's playing, I think, for BC. Was, BC. Yeah, so a lot I'm of pretty players. Sure I mean, the, the list yeah. is out there if you want to take a look at it. But Yeah, so I'm going to – I'm gonna, I'm gonna. There's a lot there. I mean, really, I can't wait to see who stands out. Uh, but in terms of 
I don't know. I just want to see Sean Oakman and what the, what his next. He's a cr- uh, really talented but intense individual with a lot of baggage. But again, getting another shot, and he's in Toronto. What? How's it pan out for him? Just want to see that saga continue. So I'll be keeping my eye on Sean Oakman. Well, of course, with everybody, but uh, Cam Phillips, can he do what he did in the XFL and the CFL? I think a lot of CFL fans would say, yeah, right. No way, no chance. But maybe he does be, just be this big touchdown maker in that league. I cannot wait to see it all. And there are dozens of other players, too, that played in 2020 in the XFL that are in the CFL that you need to keep an eye out on. And I will be following and talking about on this show. So super excited for that. Just one month away, baby. Just look, one month. Have, and I, and you I, look and how high Brian is. He's got the Canadian flag up even happy on Canada 4th of Day. July weekend. Yeah, happy well, Canada. Canada Day. Uh, well, I guess technically today, but yesterday as this show drops. So happy Canada Day also. But we got to, you know. Well, yeah, it is. You got to pull out the Fourth bigger flag. 4th of out. July weekend. Yeah, Fourth of course. July weekend out here. Uh, freedom. Can I just do this? The rest Don't of the poke show? yourself in the eye now. Come on. We got we got a hot read to get to. We got a hot read to get to. Look, a lot of players, XFL fans, watch the CFL. You're going to see a lot of familiar faces if you're opinion to the players uh, for every team. Um, there's tons of lists out there. Find one. Google it. You'll find one uh, and get behind a team. Actually, you know what the answer should have been? You almost said it was, I can't wait to see what team Luis Perez joins midseason and takes over and leads to victory. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into, uh, you know, th- this this episode's moving along quick, and we're given a lot of information, and, it, it, you know, it's it's not nothing. It's not nil. It's name, image, likeness, N-I-L, baby. It means a whole lot for the future of just sports, and it will affect the XFL in some ways. Let's discuss how those might end up looking in the near future in this week's Hot Read. So we've discussed it in the past, Brian. I think mostly in the context of the NCAA college football video game, uh, but name and image and likeness for college players in the NCAA been a big thing, a big uh, point of contention, and now it's actually in effect out of nowhere. Really, it just like boom hits, and now players are already getting endorsements. Twenty six states have laws in place for universities to follow when it comes to how players can get paid while being amateurs in college sports. And others have other states have legislation in motion. A few, a handful have nothing planned currently. Eventually, we're hoping there will be a universal federal, a federal rule that all the schools can follow that's the same laws. But in the meantime, it's kind of a patchwork. Each state's a little bit different. So it's a new frontier, but in the end, it means players can make money off of their own image. What a novel concept, right? But like Brian said at the top of the show, they're not getting paid to play. They're getting paid for their image. So you are a famous running back at USC. You can now win the Heisman Trophy and you can make money by going out there and promoting a car dealership. Or riding around in a Hummer that maybe has the logo of some local business on it. Yeah, or doing Hollywood, national Hollywood, commercials. Oh, man. Can you imagine? This is going to be great. You could do radio All commercials right. where you say Chevy Silverado. You could do whatever you want as long as it's within the rules and make money and not get your Heisman Trophy. T- 
taken away. With that said, give Reggie Bush's damn Heisman Trophy back. Mm-hmm. Brian, Absolutely not. Well, Brian Absolutely doesn't want to say not. that he's a UCLA guy. But it's going to be cool to see just, like, what people endorse. We're already seeing, like, uh, a, a Kentucky basketball player is, is endorsing a line of flip-flops. An Arkansas wide receiver and his dog got a deal for, like, a Twitch channel or something. The, the Raging Cajuns quarterback, Levi Lewis, is endorsing Eat Lafayette, which is, well, it's Lafayette. It's like a DoorDash. I live there. The place is all about food. It's all about just eating local good food. Levi Lewis all, getting an endorsement deal. That's going to happen all over locally and on a national scale. What does it mean for the future of college player performance, motivations, and options? They have all these options now. They're going to be going into college thinking not only, oh, I want to play ball. I want to play ball and rack up all these endorsement deals and be the next Michael Jordan and have my own brand. Well, I think for some time it's going to affect play on the field because maybe it'll go to people's heads. Who knows? You but, could say that. That might happen. But then, you know, it might it might also make people work harder. Well, that's know? where I was going to go to next, right? Is, is this going to change the fact that maybe I, – I think right now people are going to be throwing money out like it's crazy, like, like it's nothing. They're going to be throwing endorsements onto a, a D1 uh, – volleyball player who you know maybe right you know plays he's that position that sits out there waits for his turn or i don't know whatever like he doesn't actually play just to get something out there and i think eventually people are gonna like well no one knows you so i'm not gonna pay you kind of like the sixth man on a basketball team right so there's gonna be some some put some pulling of back once once this gets uh, up and running so Look, this is not a CF, uh, college football show, but I will say that I don't. I think this is great for college football. I think it's great for the athletes. Good job. Get on that. Get get that money while you can. Um, do I think it's a better alternative uh, to make money that way than in the XFL or other spring leagues? Hmm. I have to think about that one for a second. Well, do you well like that? Going back to what uh, Dale texted us then this week, Dale in New Iberia is saying a school like LSU is going to play pay a guy. If he's really, really good for for three or four years, enough money that there. Well, again, I'm phrasing that wrong. LSU's not paying this, these players, but well, can you imagine LSU playing players paid. to endorse LSU? Yeah, like is that a thing? <laughs> I mean, if you if you ask Vince, uh, that has been happening since the dawn of college athletics. That's what <laughs> college sports is. There's bag men, but now boosters and bag men are on the table or you know they're not being doing under the table they're on the table so can a player basically make enough money to not herschel walker it to leave early to go actually make a decent living or start making a living and be free to make as much money doing whatever they want like a normal citizen rather than being an amateur is there enough opportunity to be an amateur and make money that players won't be enticed to maybe leave early or consider playing in the pros a la Kenny Robinson or a Herschel Walker. I'll tell you this right now. I'm going to bring up this specific player because everyone talked about it leading up to the XFL season. Trevor Lawrence. Imagine Trevor Lawrence played this year. He gets all the endorsements, everything that he can imagine, all the money's coming in, right? Is he getting that money because he's playing quarterback for Clemson? 
Or is he getting that money because he's Trevor Lawrence? He's the future number one pick of the NFL draft. Because if he's the future number one pick of the NFL draft, and that's why he's getting paid, then why not go make an extra $400,000 playing a season in the XFL? Because Clemson's not going to pay you $400,000 to go be a quarterback. You can get your endorsements and play and. a season in a pro league. And then go to the yeah. NFL. See, think of Herschel Walker back in the day, right? Getting all that money for endorsements. Is he getting that because he was a running back for a college team? Or was he getting it because he was a football professional? Football? Like, that, that, that's the kind of thing. Can you get more? So, so yeah. So, like, a player, I mean, th- hypothetically, I, I could foresee this happening. Because as long as the NFL has janky rules like they used to, where you had to be a senior to come into the league. Or, you know, you couldn't still, be Herschel Walker leaving after your junior you still need to be out of high school for so long. But I could foresee now, yeah, a player who's like a prodigy and is killing it their freshman, sophomore year, and then it's going to be maybe their junior year, and they're saying, well, why am I sticking around here and making, you know, I'm capped when I could go play better against better competition, higher Which quality it is. players. Higher it quality is. competition at the XFL than in college. Week in and week out, no matter where you play, no matter who you play. Right. Yeah, you're playing professionals. Yeah. Yes. And and you're not capped. And you could probably get a a sal. You're getting a salary and a, more exposure on a a smaller platform. But you are the the big shark in the in the, in the shallow pond. If you're in college football, I mean, it's massive. There's what 130 teams. It's how many players you're competing for. And if you're not that top pick like Trevor Lawrence, uh, you you know you're gonna you're gonna be a face of the sport for that season. But you could be the face of a league and get all this attention in probably a part of the year where it's all about you, baby. And look at all that money. Look at all that 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 brand acknowledgement you can get. I mean, there's so much thinking that's gonna go into now. I mean. This has already been happening with pro athletes, you know, but since I, really Michael Jordan destroyed it all and, and showed the, the just how far you could take it, now that goes down. You could start doing this in high school. You could start doing this as a high school player and take it all throughout your entire career. What a country. <laughs> Uh, there are long-term effects you got to think of, right? So it's like, hey, is playing in the XFL a better long-term decision than playing another season at Clemson or wherever I'm playing? Like, those are questions you have to ask, right? Because how am I going to be evaluated as a, even though theoretically, yeah, the XFL is better competition because you're playing against professionals. But if you bomb, you know, if you know Clemson is where I am and I've been doing really good there, why am I going to go somewhere else potentially, you know, uh, pop a tire and, and hobble my way through a season? So there's... And, oh, hey, I had a great season this year. I'm tired of li- living here in Tallahassee and playing for Florida State. They're never going to be as good as they are. Should I transfer through this open transfer portal that they have now in college football and go set up my school schedule and do all that stuff at some other place? Or should I just go play in the pros until the NFL lets me come play there? And we're or, seeing this in basketball where, where kids are, are skipping that one year of college, of college that they have to do, the one and done, and they go overseas to Europe, play for a year, and come back. Like That's yeah. not uncommon anymore. Well, that's so, now over again. Now the NBA is going to be allowing all 
the, you know what the NFL should be doing just to let let the best players come play there when they're ready. But as long as there's rules in the NFL that restrict younger players from going, now all the options are on the table at college, in the pros when the XFL kicks off. Of course, you always have the CFL, but that has a stigma because it is another country. So the XFL really sliding in there. And then the USFL, we'll see what that ends up being. What a time to be, just overall, what a time to be a pro athlete or, or someone aspiring to be a pro athlete, really. And as far as I'm concerned, college players are pro athletes because that's what they live, eat, and breathe uh, basically from the time they're even preteens because kids these days play just one sport once they get to a certain age anymore and a lot of them and they just focus on that and become a specialist and get their scholarship and now you can go make with money on the line now too at that earlier age high stakes high stakes and i think all the options and all of the publicity and all the money being thrown around i think it'll just help the xfl because you're going to have more players that are recognizable, more players that are be, being thrown all over social media and TV when it comes to advertising and endorsements. So you'll have way more players, I think, are already to a hardcore sports fan recognizable if you just watch college football. And now with this, they'll you'll have more players recognizable to just, you know, really fair-weather college football fans or people who just sort of pay attention. They might recognize somebody now because of how this is all going to really be about exposure. Well, and, and I honestly hope, and this is a legit feeling that I have, is that I want players who po- probably need it more than most to be able to benefit from this. Like, we're talking about the big players, right? The big-time endorsement deals, the money that's going to I hope that people benefit from this in the sense that, hey, I'm going to give you a thousand bucks a week to come eat at my place once, you know, and and, tw- and tweet about it because that's going to help you. And it's going to help your mom. It's going to help your dad. It's going to help your family, at least through college. That's the kind of stuff I'm hoping that this turns into. I know we're talking about this as a wide range of what it actually could be and how much money we're talking. But at the end of the day, I'm hoping this is what that leads to. And when it comes to the XFL, this also becomes an opportunity for other players um, who maybe are like, hey, I'm making a couple bucks here, but I really want to go play. It'll start funneling players. Once you see players leave college, and be like, I can make an extra 400000 over here and my endorsements. Let's go over here. Like imagine building your name in college for your first, for your freshman and your sophomore year and then cashing in in the XFL for 400 grand. Yeah. You instead of being dragged by the ear as a player by the university and your coaches and everybody involved in the the, the really archaic NCAA and how everything's run, you're dragged through like like really like you're like cattle being fed through this system. Once you get to it, you can really if depends on your motivation, you can do. Whatever you want, as far as you want to take it, you can go for it. Now, with this, this is what I see. And then you add on that there are more pro leagues out there. There's more opportunity outside of the college athletics. And now college athletics isn't treating you as much like a piece of meat. I mean, you really, it's a great time. And you really, there's going to be a lot of motivated young athletes out there. They're going to do some interesting things. I can't wait to see it. I just can't wait to see what the young version of Doug Flutie and the Big Hurt selling low T pills is going to be what will what will the Mississippi State pitchers and the uh, 
quarterbacks for Boston College endorse when they're in college. What's like the opposite of that? What's that? What do they? What do they sell? It's like Nura, Nura something. The Doug Flutie commercials with Frank it's, Thomas. It's some sort of like, uh, isn't it like a helps you your your old brain kind of remember stuff better? And no, and then of course they always throw it in. She won't. She won't be upset about it either. So I don't know <laughs> if it's like a that kind of pill. It's like a little blue pill. But imagine that it's the po- the possibilities are endless. You could see. A lot, I think we'll see a lot of Twitch stuff. Is it Nugenics? Nugenics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they, they slang. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what what products, what endorsements they have. Like we've already seen flip flops and and Twitch streams, but we could also maybe new- see like pizza parlors for yeah, the lower this, end guys. Is this a Nugenics chew? Is this what that is? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see like little, you know. We have uh, pizza places around here. Then the college athletes are probably going to want to, you know, where were you saying they, they sell those wings out in pit that you were talking about? Jagoffs? Yo, oh yeah, the smoked wings at Jagoffs, my man Bill. If Bill, you know, I, I, I don't know if Bill would would, you know, he's he he likes to keep it local. But if he wants to spend the big bucks, he could get Kenny Pickett to come do. He'd be like, oh, Kenny, come over to come over on Wednesdays. You could do your own Kenny Pickett podcast. We have this great company, Pretty Easy Podcast. They'll produce you. And then you got the Kenny Pickett podcast, and he's he's getting paid to do it by a local bar, and he's talking about being the quarterback at Pitt. How cool what would if, that like, be? What if, what if like Aaron Donald or like another Aaron Donald comes strolling through the pit halls, right? And, and all of a sudden you're like, hmm, this man's looking pretty, pretty beefy. Let's get him. Let's get him some wings and let's put a. Let's oh man, I, I just thinking about that when Aaron Donald was at Pitt getting all those sacks, just all of the Iron City beer billboards he could have been on. Can you imagine him getting the- a sack and then all of a sudden just doing one of these? Uh, <laughs> and getting he, paid yeah, he- to do chicken wings. <laughs> There are, I mean, there, there that would have to be subtle because there are like rules also. Like if you become an athlete who like endorses Adidas, but your school's Nike, you can't wear Adidas yeah, on the field. Who's going to tell Those you you're part. just doing chicken wings? Like I'm, I'm See, that's, selling. That's more. It'd have to be subliminal this, or what subtle. Like what, am I, what am I doing here? Right here. If I hit a sack. There are rules. That? This is not is a this? free-for-all. There are rules. What, what, Alan, what's this? What's this? If I sack somebody and go like this, what am I doing? Uh, was that a A, a hug? Are you hugging? No, come on. If I, if, if I just do this right here. Pizza. Come on. Big old pizza. pizza. See, <laughs> subtle things. What? How's that pizza? You've never seen people do this? Shrug pizza? No, I would have done this. The flipping of the pizza. That would make sense. Are you digging? No. You don't <laughs> dig. There's lots you can do here with this. If you're a player, the world is yours. If you're a college athlete listening or watching this show. So enjoy it. And when it comes to the XFL, you also have that option on the table. And hopefully the money just is flowing all over the place and it just helps the XFL uh, become a, a place that yeah. can also help people thrive. And there's more money there, too. So we'll see. And especially oh. when we talk about the new ownership of the XFL and the money that we think they might put into it, uh, this can mean big things. I don't think we'll see a Herschel Walker type situation. And I've been reading Jeff Perlman's USFL book uh, again. And just reading that and just seeing all the parallels to today and how uh, you're not going to get 
combines with guys running in jeans or smoking or steel workers showing up on you know during their lunch hour to try out for your team all well-conditioned athletes who have a, mo- a lot of them maybe most of them a focus on their own brand and and creating something that they can really make a living off of it's a whole business and it's now a, a lot of the shackles are off now with these new nil rules yeah, I'll close with this basically saying, hey, uh, for all the players out there that are going to be taking advantage of this, great. It's not even taking advantage. It's basically your right to go out there and make some money off of your name. Congrats. Don't uh, – and, and for anybody who out there reporting to that this is going to hurt the XFL, I don't see it. I don't think anybody should turn a blind eye to any of the spring leagues because of this. I think this is going to help you uh, maybe give you another option. Once you've established your name, once you've you've said, hey, yes, I am this person and this is me. I don't need the school to identify who I am and the brand that I'm making. Then the XFL all of a sudden becomes an option. And I'm excited to see a lot of what the, the boneheaded things people do too. Like they people who get some money while they're in college and squander it, or maybe who becomes the Bobby Bonilla of, of the NIL era. Who's going to get that? Papa oh, John's that, that was that was today, huh? Was that yesterday? Yeah, it was seven one. I forgot Bonilla about Bonilla Day. Day. And I could shout totally out see to our friend Moose the Mark. <laughs> pa- Papa John's gave so and so a thirty year deal where they get a million and a half dollars a year, and after they signed the deal, blew out their knee and never played another game. But Papa John's had to pay him every year. <laughs> but why years. would any? But really, why why would any of these big brands? pay any of these young college athletes anything when they could just get Shaq to do whatever they want. Shaq, right. it, Shaq or Snoop Dogg, they're on every commercial. Does Nike sponsor, I don't know a Nike school, but does Nike sponsor LSU, let's say, or whatever the school is, for $50 million a year, or do they pay each one of the players $100,000? $100, bucks, $100,000. <laughs> I there are definitely rules in place for that too. You don't think the schools would let that happen? You're not playing it. What do you mean school? let? This isn't their like. If if Nike's contract runs out in two years and all of a sudden they're like, hmm, look, I can renew with you for fifty like I was paying before, but then I could just pay your players like ten each and they'd be happy. So why don't we negotiate a little bit lower of a price here? I'd love to see like a bunch of a team with a bunch of players wearing different brands everywhere. Be yeah, be, that school. would be really American to see. That it'd be great to see. Everybody's just they're different flavors, all on one team though. All a melting pot of brands and logos, all on the same uniform though. Well, How here cool at the X, <laughs> it is very cool. But here at the XFL show, we don't sell out ever. At least I don't think we, we would do. never sell uh, out because you know we're not about that. We're just about you know making sure that we give you a good podcast with the help of pretty easy podcasts. At prettyeasypodcast.com. Yes. <laughs> and with the help of Pretty Easy Podcast, you can catch us here every single Friday right here on your favorite podcast app. That's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you give us that five-star review and tell your friends about us. If you got any questions, comments, or concerns, or topics you want us to cover, we'll text or call the XFL fan line 724-565-4XFL. Half the show today was because of what you've supplied to the XFL fan line. Uh, also, follow us on all social media platforms at XFL Show, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Maybe one day TikTok. Or if you want to say hi, uh, subscribe and watch us on YouTube at XFL.show, the official website of This Is The XFL Show. Uh, And don't forget to check out our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcast. Go to PrettyEasyPodcast.com. 
and get started today because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. You know, a lot of people uh, say they get into the game for the love of the game and then they see that there could be money made and then they're just focused all about the money and that's just sad that they would like want to have a career and you know make a living for them and their family we're past that right get that money that's what this is about these are businesses let's stop pretending like they're student athletes they are all people in america and they need to be allowed to go make their money and i'm so happy to see that this is happening i i really can't imagine where it's going to go i'm sure it will be corporatized a whole lot and there will be probably rules play in place that help uh just a few a handful of individuals but for right now it seems like a free-for-all brian so get ready well keep, it's try because to the, it's because college football spends so much time trying to fight it instead of trying to figure out how to actually adopt, adopt yep. to what was happening that and this is where they are. They are now uh, dealt the hand that they fed themselves. My favorite <laughs> or they part dealt is, themselves. And my favorite part is that they, uh, instead of coming up with an NCAA, so because if, like we said, there are states that have their laws and those are what are followed there. And then the schools that aren't in those states make up their own rules to follow because the NCAA is so afraid of antitrust laws and getting in trouble. They didn't want to make up their own law- laws when it comes to NIL for those schools to follow. So they just say, you do your own thing then if you don't have state a state law. Just do your, do your own thing. I don't, we don't know what's going on. We really don't. Looking like oh. The Undertaker at the end of WrestleMania 33 is what they are. Now that's what right happens now. when you're in the <laughs> ring with the big dog. That's another show, <laughs> which we may have to do the, in July, Brian. But a good show, a fun show, even though I didn't even get my whole West Coast set up next week. Going to look great. I'm going to be very comfortable in a chair. I'm sitting on a couch this week. I'm jet lagged, but I have all this energy because we talked about the CFL season coming up and all these players in the future of college football and how it affects the XFL. Exciting time. Yeah, it's very exciting time. Uh, I'm actually getting pretty excited for the CFL. Sending your submissions uh, to the to the, yes. hot, uh, to the to the fan line on 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 YouTube comments, on social media. We want more uh, CFL know history facts. What team yes. I should be cheering for right now. And what Argos team, one, everyone else zero. Uh, Alan, I'm not really giving you a shot at the uh, Saskatchewan. With the riders. Riders. Just or bonus. whatever. We don't want you. We don't want you. We got enough. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that they can't win. I'm not saying that they won't win me over. I'm just saying your vote to make me a Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan doesn't count. Oh, doesn't count. Okay, whatever. I'm. I think by the end of it, you'll you'll see the lore of of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and why they are so popular and so fun to root for. But I'll let now, you. Now, is it okay for me for to make yourself. a pick halfway through the year? Maybe, maybe I need a couple games. A little, yeah, little that, free of sample. course, because you know you, yeah, you are just it's your first real season. So go ahead, have at it, enjoy it. It's Does anybody be... chant at games? Oh my, yes, these, these crowds get wild. They're fun. Yeah. You'll see. Also, uh, poll question we might have to put up at XFL show. Which XFL 2020 player are you looking forward to seeing the most in the CFL? I like that question. I want to hear what other like people's it. thoughts are. I have a feeling Cam Phillips will probably win that poll. Um, Mr. Touchdowns. Well, he didn't get a XFL. shot in the NFL at all, really. So I kind of see he was what with he the Panthers do. for like a, a couple weeks, yeah. I think, and then he got not cut. even. I don't even think he made it to the to, to the opening day roster. So oh, definitely not. No, yeah, that was in the summertime <laughs> too. 
So, yeah, we'll ask that question, and uh, we'll be back next week, and we'll see what pops up in the news. If it's nil, that doesn't mean it's nothing because there's plenty to talk about on this long road to kickoff. And if you are celebrating the 4th of July in the United States, uh, we just hope you really have the best time, are careful with your fireworks. Uh, Illegal in California. Illegal. Light them up, but you know what? If If you do, be responsible. Of course, we all know the story of one of the great defensive ends in, in football and what happened to him. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl. Fire, with fireworks. He wanted he did. But, you know, there was a treacherous road on a 4th of July on the way. So be careful. Enjoy it. And we'll see you next week. For Bryant, I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Happy birthday, America. Remember, they're listening.